0: Welcome to the game, Quad. My name is Jason, and my name is Chris. Yes, you are, sir. I <laughs> see. I told you guys I'd find a co-host, and lo and behold,
1: <laughs> one that's getting sick, though.
0: <laughs> I know that, sir. I know that. It's that time of the year.
1: Oh, yes, it is. It's my year to get it.
0: So, why don't you? Tell the people about yourself on our inaugural episode
1: of The Game Quad. Well, I'm from the local town that you're from down here in Podunk, Montana. I'm like up here if you're looking at a map. (laughs) And I too play a lot of games. And I'm congested right now, so in a couple episodes I'm sure I'll sound different. (laughs) I would hope so. (laughs) But... Right now I'm doing as good as I can, making do with what I got, so Good Let's good. Talk about games. games. Oh, I get distracted really easily, so that should make this really fun. Yes, he does.
0: I've um I've known him for about what, five and a half years now?
1: I think so, maybe a little longer.
0: Yep, five and a half years. We're we've known each other for a long time. Well, a long time for our age. We're high school seniors,
1: so <laughs>
0: yeah, five years is a long time to us.
1: <laughs> Almost out of this hellhole that we call high school.
0: <laughs> yes, we'll all be done soon, but Yes. <laughs> we'll we'll miss
1: childhood. <laughs> yes we will. So Jason, do you like games?
0: Um if I didn't like games I wouldn't be doing a gaming
1: podcast. <laughs> uh, that's not necessarily true. Not
0: necessarily true, but if I'm gonna devote hours of uh, discussing games, I I'm yes. <laughs> you better like them. Yes, I better like them. I, I love video games. I've um, I've been playing since uh, let me think. I was about three years old, and believe it or not, the first video game that I ever played was um, a little game on the PlayStation One called Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But believe it or not, that's not the first game we're going to be reviewing. It's actually the first game I ever played, Super yeah. Smash Brothers. Super Smash, not Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Brothers. God, Super Smash I always Brothers. get these ones confused the when I look at the when I look at the freaking <laughs> acronym for it. I think Super Smash Brothers. Okay, okay, let me just
0: say, Super Smash Brothers is a good game. We will discuss. It is,
1: it, but benign. we'll discuss that later down the road. We... We're talking about the first one I ever played, Super Mario Bros. Super with a Mario for the Nintendo Bros. Entertainment System.
0: Nintendo Entertainment System. We're starting off with a classic here, folks.
1: <laughs> well, technically days, we'll be discussing more than just Super Mario
0: Brothers. We're gonna be discussing Super Mario Brothers one, two, three. Yes. <laughs> yes, the first three Super Mario Brothers, the Super Mario Brothers trilogy on the NES.
1: Now here's here's something I wanna say, and this is kind of I found this interesting. Super Mario Bros. three is actually the fifth title. In the series, yes. And it, what were the other? Two? It was originally. It was originally Super Smash Brothers in 1985, and the section what second. I'm sick. I can't talk. Super Smash Bros. in 1985. Means Super Mario Brothers. <sighs> That's what I said, isn't it? <laughs> I don't
0: think Chris knows what we're talking about here.
1: <laughs> I'm sick. Okay, my mind is not my own. Super Mario Brothers. In 1985 was the first one on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The second was actually Super Mario Bros. Special for the PC for the NEC PC 8801 in 1986, which was licensed by Nintendo. Yes, but they didn't have anything to do with it. Nintendo's like, oh, okay, you're developing this. We'll give you a license for it, but we're not going to have any say in this development. A lot like the uh, the stupid the stupidity of the Legend of Zelda. CD, or whatever the crap that was. Yep. The third was later on in 1986 when they released Super Smash... I <laughs> almost said it again. Super Mario Brothers the one 2. one released in Japan. On the Famicom yep. disc yep, system. I know what that is. I've played it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't played the Famicom okay. disc system. I've played the one with the oh, cartridges. Yes. And then in 88, they released Super Mario Bros. Two, which was the slight revision of Doki Doki Panic over here. Or yes, no. Doki, yeah, Doki Panic. Yeah, over here. And then in 1988, they released uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 in Japan. But in 1990, it came out here in the U.S. And then it was also released in '91 over in our uh, in Europe for our European yep. buddies. And surprised it took
0: that long because Mario was huge over in the U.S. I mean, Mario today is is a cult icon. I mean, it, he's right up there with Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse.
1: I wouldn't call it okay. A cult not maybe icon, not cult. No, well, to me a cult see, icon. See, the thing is,
0: I guess yeah. I mean, nowadays, I guess every, just about everyone knows who Mario is.
1: I mean, yeah, it's really hard not to see him. I mean, there's so many Mario games out there now, if you include these, that it's just mind blowing almost to think that Mario has lasted this long. When, you know, you can look back and look at Sonic, and Sonic really isn't They're, as popular uh, as he used to be. I mean, look at the last few games that they sold. <laughs>
0: Really? But uh Mario has uh, has flourished. I mean uh Sonic may not be as good today, but Mario. I mean <laughs> Mario really Galaxy bad. just came out last but no, year. Like,
1: Mario's still know. going strong. Mario is still going strong. Now let's go back to the original one. Back to the original, <laughs> back to the topic we're supposed to be on. Super Mario Brothers the One <laughs> one. Gosh. <laughs> good old NES. I remember sitting down my first time when I was like Four or five, holding that little square controller, not knowing what the hell it was I was doing, and moving around a little yeah. character sprite of a dude who I had no idea what his name was, jumping on little mushroom people.
0: Ah, uh, Mario. Mario, actually, his first appearance. I, I hope you know what that was in, right?
1: Yeah, it was in Donkey Kong with the original name of Jump Man.
0: Donkey Kong, Jump
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> Now, his, Mario's name has changed more than once, actually. It went from Jumpman in Donkey Kong, uh, and Miyamoto, the same developer of the original uh, Legend of Zelda, he was doing both games at the time. He wanted to change the name to Mr. Video, but they ended up changing it to <laughs> Mario after a heated argument with their landlord in Washington named Mario Sigali.
0: <laughs> that guy must feel pretty cool. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that argument was about. I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming they were behind on their rent or something. But hey, yeah. it was the '80s. Anything could happen.
0: Very nice. Now, believe it or not, I actually, I the first time I ever played Super Mario Brothers was literally 2008. Really? I mean, uh, I was never. Well I mean I I guess I played Mario 64 when the 64 was out but I never played original Mario until I 2000 until it was 2008 um I got the Wii and I downloaded uh Super Mario Brothers because I I've, I've always been a a PlayStation Sony guy.
1: Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Um growing up I was more of a my family was more into the scene of computer gaming and Nintendo. And we, had, we, at some point, had the Nintendo Entertainment System, Got the down. SNES. We had a 64 for a while,
0: World and then we went to the
1: GameCube, with, yeah, and then was was, yeah. the Wii, which we still have, but nobody ever uses, because it's almost worthless at this point. But we had pretty much all the Nintendo systems when they came out, with the exception of all the handheld systems. I think at one point I had one of the original Game Boys, the big bricks, the big gray brick. Oh, really? Then I got a color later on down the road. I had a DS for a while, but I got rid of that.
0: You know, you say the Wii is worthless. I mean, I I, I admit, like, my Wii, I, I keep downstairs so my my parents and my um, little brother and sister can play. I mean, pe- people will buy it, like, oh, yeah, this is so awesome. They're using all the motion controls, and cool. it is pretty amazing, all that stuff especially when it first came out that was revolutionary but now you know with PlayStation Move is out it's copying the Wii just saying and it's just it's for certain people it's like for casual gamers not hardcore
1: it, it really is and i don't know it it's not for old people either people with carpal tunnel cuz it will hurt
0: <laughs> although old people do enjoy playing it <laughs>
1: I mean, waving around, waving around that motion sensor in very sensual ways sometimes is just not good for the older people with carpal tunnel.
0: But the Wii is good for playing virtual console games like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> keep getting off topic.
1: Yeah, and actually, Super Mario Brothers, one, two, and three are on the virtual console, oh. along with Super Mario All-Stars, and surprisingly, none of the other original ones I can ever find anyway. Like, I know there are four uh, versions of the original Super Mario Bros. There are four different versions, not counting the cartridges that had other games on them, like the one with Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt, and then the one with Super Mario Brothers and some weird, like, athletic game. Yeah, that one. There are four of them. The first is the original Super Mario Brothers, release on the Famicom and NES cartridge systems. The second one was released on the Famicom Disk System. The difference was, um, on the Famicom Disk System, the Minus World is uh, extended. It has three levels compared to the one in the original game. Or at least that's what I... F- I haven't played both of these, and I haven't found the Minus World in the original, but apparently um, this one has three levels to the Minus World instead of the original one level in the original game. Now in 86, Nintendo released a game called All Night Nippon Bros, and I want to say Nippon because that's just kind of how it looks like it would sound. It's N-I-P-P-O-N, but Nippon kind of... It's not very good for Montanan listeners or anybody who's in a cold place. Anyway, so they released that and the difference in that one from the original Super Mario Bros is it's the same levels and stuff, but the enemy sprites are replaced with sprites from or with sprites that represent the radio personalities from a uh, Japanese radio station because all night Nippon is famous for There is a famous Japanese radio show. So, this version also uh, features the graphics and a couple of the levels from Super Mario Bros. 2. And the fourth version was ported from the, like, con... Not the console. Yeah, the consoles. It was taken from the consoles and put into an arcade system with the name of Versus Super Mario Bros., now, the difference with this is they took Versus Super Mario Bros. Yeah. and edited a bit to make it a little bit harder than the original Super Mario Bros. on the NES and the Famicom mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it also features several levels of Super Mario Just Bros. 2. Now, Versus... Er, if I remember this correctly... Um, All Night Nippon Bros, this is... I was wrong earlier. It only featured the graphics from Super Mario Bros. 2. I don't think it ended up featuring any of the levels. Because Versus Super Mario Bros. was the only official release of Super Mario Bros. 2 levels in the 1980s.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of other offshoot titles other than those in the original Mario series. Um, I read somewhere that there's something like ...200 games that feature the character Mario in them.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's an icon. Pretty much... Anywhere he's really been introduced, he's become an icon... Nintendo really scored with him except nowadays it kind of feels like they're trying to milk it for all its worth and mm-hmm. I mean really now that they've now that they've taken it to space there's really nowhere else they're gonna be able to go I mean what are they gonna do take it back to earth that's just not as innovative or interesting as space
0: <laughs> I know come on <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah um. Yeah, as I said, I started playing it in 2008 when I um when I got it on the Wii Virtual Console, and I I've heard I have seen it been played before, and I always thought you know it's it was revolutionary back then, but I'm sure it's no more fun. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me even in 2008, even now in 2010, it's it's a blast. I mean, it, I mean it is rather simplistic, obviously, but it has a charm that just will never be matched i mean
1: yeah and, and now that you're older you can end up finding some of the weird quirks and like things that people have hinted on and stuff like you can understand what you're supposed to do now that you're older because i remember like when i was four or five i remember people telling me oh there's warp levels if you just go here here and here like break that brick with your head and stuff like that i'm like ah you're just crazy those don't exist now that i'm older yeah. it's like oh I've known about those for a while. I experimented back when I was seven trying to find those. And let's not forget the classic music. Oh, definitely. The music that everybody knows. The music that everyone knows and loves. Okay, we don't need you singing. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) I like to sing. Just just so you guys know. (laughs) Um, But no, um... It is a really, really good game, and, uh... I mean, we don't really need to go into plot lines too much. I mean, everyone should know the Mario line, uh... The basic plot back then is, uh... The princess, Princess Peach, was kidnapped by the... Is it Koopa? Well, back then, it's Ko- he was the Koopa King, right? Yeah, back then, he was Koopa King. King Koopa. King Koopa, yeah, I was kidnapped by King Koopa, and the little uh, Italian plumber Mario must
1: go and save her. And... And unfortunately, not much has changed about that. It's almost like it's Bowser's only job. I mean, exactly, exactly. Keep kidnapping the princess.
0: Okay, well, how about we? We I think we've spent enough time on the first game, at least, won't we?
1: Well, there's a couple things, though, still about the first game that I always love that I really want to talk about. Oh, here we go. Oh, shot (laughs) it. Okay? Mainly it was the random places where you could find coins. Like, that was something that you really, really kind of just... Once you did that, it's like, oh, I need to get more, I need to get more. And, like, I found that it's just addicting to find all of the coins and stuff. Now, I found that on here, the maximum coins you can get out of one of the coin blocks is 15. And the faster you hit it, the more coins you can get. And in levels 1, 4, and 6, 4, there are 6 invisible coin boxes in the castles. So if you can find all 6 of those, let us know, and we want to test that. So this is a challenge to anybody listening. Play Super Mario Bros. 1, get the levels 1, 4, and 6, 4, and find all 6 of them. Now, here's one thing. I think the developers got lazy once they got more towards the latter end of the game. Because level 2-2 and level 7-2 are almost the exact same. Yeah, 7-2. I've even noticed this.
0: They're the exact same level. There are more enemies, but they're just the same level. And I'm like, I feel
1: like I've played this before. Yeah, it's the exact same level, so maybe they were just getting lazy.
0: My favorite thing, I mean, yes, I'm kind of a cheater head, is the the warp zone. Especially the warp zone in 4-2, because in World... 1-2, you can uh, skip to World 4, and then in 4-2, you can find the warp pipe that skips to World 8. So you can beat...
1: Yeah, it takes you all the way to the end.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you can beat Mario pretty fast if you know all the secrets.
1: Yeah, and speaking of pipes and stuff, there's also 12 pipes throughout Super Mario Bros. 1 that takes you to secret coin areas. I would have listed off all the levels, but I felt that would be too boring. So let's move on to Game 2! All right. Well, first
0: before we move on to game 2, what do you give as a score wise? We're going to give scores 5 out of 5 stars to Super Mario Brothers 1.
1: You know, I'd have to say I give it a 4 because it's it's good, but it's not perfect. There's a couple things that I found wrong with it, especially having the level copy. I mean, that kind of drops some points in my book. <laughs> But, you know, I I give it a 4, because it was one of those classics that I just, I still love playing today. It's a good game, so, you know what? 4.5, actually.
0: (laughs) He keeps changing his score. Uh, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I give it a solid 3.5, which is a good score. I mean, that's way above
1: average. You cynic.
0: Hey, no, I mean, I I like the game. I really do, and I'll enjoy playing it. I'll sit down and play it just about any time, but they have improved, even on the NES with the Mario games, which should bring us into Super Mario Bros. 2!
1: This one, I didn't really play as much of, so I'm not too familiar with it. All I know is it was kind of a weird... It, it changed the Super Mario Brothers series, but I played 2 after I played 3.
0: I mean, I guess ch- change isn't always a bad thing, but I'm gonna say it right now. When I bought my Wii and I got all the virtual console games, I got Mario Bros. 1 and 2 first. Like, those were the first two I got. And I played Mario 2, and... I had played Mario Bros. 3 before, and Mario 2, I just don't
1: care for as much, really. Neither do I, but I did find something interesting. I found that um, they mixed up the names of some of the characters... Birdo, the boss that you fight at the end of a lot of the levels, was actually labeled as Ostro, not Birdo. And this was you know, they they screwed that up because the Ostro is the little bird thing that the Shy Guys ride. And it was and it wasn't only in the game, it was in the manual as well. And then they didn't correct it for the wreaths of Super Mario All-Stars, but it was corrected in Super Mario Advance. And Nintendo Power never referred to Birdo as Astro, and this was back, you know, when the game came out. And it was just, like, one of those things that they screwed up. They just screwed up, and nobody really ever caught it until later on. But Nintendo Power always referred to it as Birdo, but never Astro. So, to a lot of the gamers who grew up with this game, who, you know, were alive when it uh, first came out, so anybody in like their thirties they knew Birdo as either Birdo or Astro because of this mistake.
0: Well, there's always Birdo in my book. No no messing up there. Now here's a little bit of um, information that I I heard this before I played Super Mario Brothers two and it is it's kinda funny. In the Super Mario Brothers two manual, Birdo is um, listed as a Guy. Okay? I know where this is going. And if you know Birdo in uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, it's a pink dinosaur looking thing with a pink bow on its head. Um so to many gamers on the internet, uh
1: Birdo is the
0: video game world's first transvestite. <laughs>
1: Now, see, every time you say transvestite, I think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. If anybody out there is listening who has ever seen that movie, let us know. (laughs) And if you have seen that movie, you know exactly what I'm thinking of. Oh.
0: (laughs) Yes. uh... (laughs) Well, it's such a famous song. But Anyway, we're getting off topic. But, yes, Birdo, uh, Video Game World's first transvestite, I just learned. Um, but Super Mario Brothers 2, what's different? I mean, well, first, you can play as four characters. That's, that's the, bi- that's, that's a big change.
1: Yes, you can play as four characters. It's, uh, Mario,
0: Luigi, Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Peach, was that it?
1: Yeah, it was Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Peach. And each of them had a different power, I...
0: Mario was, like, average. Like, he, he uh, he was...
1: Yeah, Mario was the average. I can't remember what Luigi did. Toad was the strongest. Luigi, um, he did that little flutter kick. He could jump higher. Oh, yeah, and then Toad was the strongest, and then Peach had the parasol, which you could use to float around. Yeah, she, yeah,
0: she has floated. Peach, when I, if I do play Super Mario Brothers 2, the only one I use is Peach. I mean, I just, I love that part of it. Um, but yeah... Four different characters, which I, I think was a good idea. I mean, it's nice to have some.
1: Yeah, it, it's nice to have some variety.
0: Variety, yes, that's what I'm looking for. Um, but in Super Mario Brothers 2, like in Super Mario Brothers 1, your attacks were jumping on the enemies or like throwing fireballs at them. But now it's much more like a much more strategic. I think I would say.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: You have to pick up pick up items like um. Turnips and throw those at the enemies, or use the the new power block, which has gone into different Mario's. The power block, power block, is huge now. Um, and I'm not gonna say it was terrible. I mean, I, I played it. I mean, it's not that bad. But it's just I'm so in love with the original gameplay and the gameplay of Mario Brothers Three that it just kind of drops off a bit for me.
1: Yeah, it, it did drop off a bit for me too. And like I know. Um... World 2 ended up being a pain in the butt sometimes, because like there's some digging things that you can do, and I never figured out you know which character I was supposed to use. And I'm sure that was frustrating for a lot of the gamers back then when this was first you know getting its kicks in the States. Now, the first issue of Nintendo Power, I'm sure everybody knows about that magazine, actually offered advice on the best character to use in that world, and I really wish I would have gotten a hold of this when I was first playing, because it really ticked me off. They told us that Toad, due to the sand-digging sections, is the best character to use, because he's the-
0: Oh, because he's the strongest.
1: Yeah, he's the strongest, and thus the fastest digger. Had I known that, I would have totally used Toad, but I didn't know that.
0: Now, here's a question. Did you ever
1: beat Mario Brothers 2? No, I never got past World 3. I ended up getting bored. I ended up getting bored with the game around World 3. Do you know- What happens
0: at the end of Mario Bros. 2 after you beat the final boss, Wart? No,
1: I don't, and might I say Wart is disgusting! I hate the name. Okay, Wart is disgusting, but... But
0: the whole game, the whole game, I hate it when movies do this. The whole game was Mario's dream. Oh my gosh, really? Mario dreamed it, though whole game
1: Wow it's like an inception moment warm sorry I love inception <laughs> it's a good movie
0: um, but yeah it, it's it's not the best but it's certainly not bad um, score wise and we move on to score wise because we got another game to talk about what would you give Super Mario Brothers two
1: hmm I don't know, people are going to hate me for it, but I'd say like a 2. I didn't find it as thrilling as the first or the third one, and the fact that they changed the gameplay was kind of frustrating for me, because I would gotten so used to the original gameplay. But I, I do admit, having the four characters was a nice idea. If they had expanded on it a little bit more, it would have been a little bit better. But in my mind, it's not a horrible game, but it's not a great game either. It's just
0: Good. I agree with absolutely everything you said, and my score is the exact same as well. I give it two stars. I mean, it's it's below average, but it's not one star terrible. Like I, I, my my brother loves playing it. My little brother he loves playing it. Not sure why, but he does. Um, but yeah, I'll 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 play it every once in a while. It's not that bad. So now. Now, my friend, we move on to, in my opinion, to the pinnacle of the Mario franchise, Super Mario Bros. 3.
1: Definitely a good one. I loved this game.
0: I love this game. <laughs> first, let me say, you know, um, you know how it was, uh, everyone figured out for the first time that it was around, right? You know where it was first introduced, right? I do not. Oh, um, movie called The Wizard. It was back in the 80s. It was a movie all, yeah, oh, all yeah, about Nintendo and you know. how Nintendo brings people together. It was pretty much a big Nintendo commercial, but the only reason, really, to watch that movie, except for, you know... I mean, I guess the movie wasn't bad, but really the biggest part is to see the video games that people are playing, and at the end, they reveal Super Mario Brothers 3. And that's the game that um, the characters have to have to play for the final tournament at the end.
1: It was definitely one of those games that was very well done. Oh,
0: so well done. They went back to the original style of Super Mario Bros. 1, and I think that that was such a good idea. But, I mean, it's not... the graphics are improved quite a bit. And, um, well, for NES style, this is like the best the NES could do, because the Super NES was, was going to come out in the next year or so. Um but yes uh yeah. <laughs> where to start with this game I mean it I'm going to say right now this is my f- favorite Mario game of the whole franchise I mean I l- I l- yeah Oh definitely
1: and I really loved the little mini little games mini games like the like the match-up. the one that you had to match yeah. the moving things the memory card the memory game. game yeah called I love those. that one was called yep. n spade and then um, the one where you had to, where you could just open one of the chests and get something for free. That now, was always nice too.
0: There uh, in the first game, there was uh, the special power you could get was the fireballs, right? Uh, now in this game, right. they added uh, the
1: raccoon tail. <laughs> they added a couple of things. Well,
0: yeah. So well, I mean, the raccoon tail, but that was like the main thing, like right in the beginning. Yeah, that of the was title the main screen. thing that they added. And you, now, would, <laughs> you could fly <laughs> with this thing with your P power.
1: <laughs> With your pee power, hmm.
0: that's what is the pee bar? Uh,
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> you're. you're <shush. laughs> but yes, hey, you know what? That's not where my mind was going. <laughs> anyway, but there were there were a couple other ones as well, and like I'm looking at pictures right now pulled out of the game, and one that was very memorable to me was the little frog suit that you could end up getting.
0: Yes, yeah, so where you could sw- it makes swimming underwater so much easier.
1: Yeah, and then the little uh like little sacks that you could get into oh like the green sack yeah then like a, you can yeah. jump on anything and it's all good that was
0: it was only in like one or two levels I believe but like yeah
1: it, yeah. it was only in a couple of levels and then there were a couple other ones that the, you could get the
0: Tanuki it was yes, pretty the much Tanukisu. the raccoon tail but this one if you if you held if you held down and down in a or either, or just down you turn to
1: Stone yeah, and, and then there was yeah. one other one that I can't remember. Was there the P-Wing? Which... The P-Wing. Now, speaking of the P-Wing, if you go through and beat the game, in the original one only, the original Super Mario Bros. 3 on the NES is the only version of this to do this. You get like 20 of those. You get 28 28- of them, get 28, oh, 28 man. P-Wings. So, so much fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you can't do it in the Super Mario All-Stars on the SNES. Oh, that's cheap! Because there was a, there was a save function. Oh. On the original, on the NES, there was no save function. So they oh. figured, oh, well, y- since you can save and go through and play it again, or you can save, quit now, and go through and play, then, you know, we shouldn't give you this, because, you know, you didn't waste all your time trying to beat this game at once. That's messed up, because when you beat a game, you want some kind of reward. Yeah, well, they give you 28 P-Wings for completing the first game. That, that is quite fun. Uh,
0: the plotline of Mario yeah. 3 is, guess what? <laughs>
1: guess who? <laughs> well, actually, it starts <laughs>
0: out, you're trying to save the different kingdoms, because the king of that kingdom has been transformed. But once you get to the end of World 7, the peach has been kidnapped. The peach the peach the peach peach has been uh, captured again by koopa king bowser and you have to go and save her in uh, world 8 i um there were eight worlds i think right off the top of my head i can name them all the first one was grassland like grass world second was desert world third one was water world fourth uh oh, fourth um big world Big world where everything was huge, I love that. Fifth world was the one we were in the sky, Sky World. Sixth World was Ice World. Seventh was Pipe World. And eighth was Dark World. pretty sure that's how they were. Damn. Well, I mean that was good. I, I love this game. I, I um What did
1: you say for World Three? World though? Three was Water World. The one it's the one yep, with uh um, You got you got all yeah, of them. Yeah, did I? <laughs> You did. I'm looking right now. You got all of the way to be. World
0: um, three was the one with the big fish that was just my, my <laughs> least favorite. That one you.
1: and the one with the sun chases you were my just like the most <laughs>
0: nail biting ones in the game. Speaking of
1: the speaking of the sun, I'm going to post this picture on the website <laughs> on the link with this. It's uh the greatest picture ever. It shows the big sun. And it says the sun is a jerk. It destroys me, and it shows the dying sprite <laughs> for Mario. So I'm totally gonna link up a picture. I'm gonna link it great. up, great, and we'll get that on there. at the end of the because sh- it's yeah. totally yeah. true. The, the sun was a at jerk. At the end of
0: the show, we'll give you our email and our um, web address and all that. We'll do that. And um, yeah, what else about Mario three do you dig?
1: You know. There's a couple of things that I dig about Mario 3. Like, the fact that if you're standing in the right spots and you bend down, you can fall behind the scene. Yes. That's especially useful in, like, World 3-something. I can't remember which one exactly. But it actually gets you to uh, one of the warp yeah. Um, Is
0: it 3? Now, the cool thing yeah, about... I actually remember, it's, it's a World 1... 1 through... I, okay, I remember this really well. I think it's World 1. No, it's in World It's in world 1, because I've literally, every time I play Mario 3, I get the warp whistles. I remember, there are three warp whistles in the game. The first one is in World, world 1, I think it's World 1-3, and the blocks you um, kneel down on, you press down on, are the white blocks. Any white block in the game, mm-hmm. you kneel down on that, you'll go behind the scenery. That's in World
1: 1-3. Same... Same with the platform. Yeah, exactly. If you go, if you stand on a white platform, you yeah, do the same um, thing. This... And I always dug that. It was so much fun to just like hide in the bushes <laughs> and be like, I'm sneaking around. Exactly. the Exactly.
0: Um, and the second warp whistle is in World One as well. It's in the castle. If you remember this, it's it's like really really iconic. You you have to have the raccoon tail. You go to the end right before you go in to fight the the boss. You fly up up to the top of the screen, and you can actually go into like the the back the background. Like the like the blocks, the silver blocks that are there. You can go on top of that. You go all the way to the right and you go into a door and there's another war whistle. And the the last the third one is in world two and this one it's really difficult to do. You have to you have to get the hammer. It's in the top right corner of the screen. You use the hammer on this rock, and you break that rock, and you can go to a whole new screen. And you have to fight uh, two uh, Koopas that can throw fire to get it.
1: Yeah. Now, the (laughs) thing that I liked about the warp whistle is... It's a warp whistle. It's like the warp zone. I think it warps you up to the next level. Yeah, it's like... And
0: if you use it in World 1, it takes you to 2, 3, 4 and then so on and so on. You can get to World 8 pretty fast if you use the warp yeah. whistles. Um,
1: yeah. Now, here's something interesting. Have you ever played the original Legend of Zelda? On I have. NES? Oh, the... Oh, have you ever used the recorder? Yes,
0: it's the same thing when you use the
1: warp whistle. It's the same exact thing. Down to the I sound know, that That's they use. crazy. It's the same sound effect because the developer of both games is yep. the same guy. Me, uh, it was the, the same Miyamoto? guy, so they're like, "Oh, you know, let's be lazy. Yep, let's just Miyamoto. yep." They're like, "Let's just grab this out of this game Even and put it where." I don't see anyone complaining. <laughs> it did, and it's they're paying it's homage. Um,
0: but yes, Mario three is just a pure, pure masterpiece.
1: Uh, it, it definitely was, and here, you know, I've been talking a lot about sprites. Okay, here's one more interesting sprite thing. You know, in the intro, when Mario runs onto screen and he looks up, and you ton can't of do shots, that. Get, get... That's the only time you're ever gonna see a Mario looking sprite up. Looking yeah, up I know. I knew that. That is the only time, and that was the one sprite, at least in this game, that they had of Mario looking yep. up. Otherwise, you're never gonna see it again throughout the rest of the game. And I, uh, I thought that was really interesting. Now, for those of you who don't know what a sprite is, a sprite is the pixelated thing that you see on the screen that takes place of the character, the scenery, whatever. That's called a sprite because they use it over and over and over and over and over. When you're walking, there's two sprites, and it's Mario standing straight up and Mario with his arm up and his leg out. Those are the that's two right. sprites, and that's what they use for walking. So when I say sprite, that is what I'm referencing. Well, is there anything else
0: you have to say about Mario? Because, I mean, you know, we could go on and on about this. Like, literally, we could, but we'd be here for hours. It's, it's a classic game. It's available on the Virtual Console, as we've said. Go, go, go download it. It's only 500 Wii points,
1: and, and it's totally worth it. it. It really is. And then, if you want all three of them, you can spend the 800 points to get Super Mario All-Stars. But you aren't going to have some of the same things like like we mentioned earlier. The twenty eight P wings, you're not going to get those at the end of the game. Yeah. But um, other than that, I think the only other thing that I have to add is going back yeah. to like the little mini games and stuff. I loved endspade the memory game, and I figured out that you know a couple times I'd just randomly complete a level. It's like, <laughs> oh hey, here, play this, you get some stuff. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Well, I figured out why. <clears throat> 80, Sorry. <clears throat> in spade. Wow. That was some flim. Anyway. <laughs> if you beat the level with eighty thousand points, you need to play in spade So in theory, if you play if you beat every single level throughout the entire game more than eighty thousand points, you can have just a crap ton of items at the end of the game. That's right.
0: That's right. And you'll need those crap ton of items for World 8, let me tell you.
1: Oh yes, definitely.
0: (laughs) Well, I think we're mumbling on here. I think we
1: should uh, wrap... Wrap up? (laughs) Yes, definitely. Alright, so my score for this game is a 5 out of 5, because I just absolutely love this game. There really wasn't much wrong with it. They didn't have the stupid name mix-ups like they did in the second one.
0: I love it too, and um, I give it a four and a half out of five. I mean, yes, it is a masterpiece, and four and a half is not saying that I don't like it. I mean, four and a half is really, really good. I save my five. I don't give five-star games very often. I mean, there's only a handful that I have. He's the cynic. Leave me alone. Um, (laughs) But yeah, four and a half out of five, it's so good. So very good. I love it.
1: So... Alright, and since that's the end of the the scoring system for the three games, this would normally be the time where we do uh, response and feedback. We'll take a random one of your guys' emails and read it, and you guys can send us stuff suggesting what games we should look at next, and you can give us feedback on the show, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what we should change... That kind of thing. Don't bug me about being sick. It's not going to happen that often. Trust me. But...
0: <laughs> oh, are you good? You it might be entertaining. And our our email address is... GameQuadCast. That's all one word. No special spelling. No.
1: No, 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 no. It's GameQuadPodCast.
0: What? Okay. We really, really want we really really want feedback we want to hear from you guys see what we can improve and stuff because this is our foray into podcasting our next episode that re- we record is going to be a special one because i want you guys to get to know us a little better and i think this subject will will let you guys know our personalities and our taste in gaming more so our next episode will be our top 10 favorite video games of all time
1: oh we are gonna have some disagreements there
0: (laughs) yes we are our top 10 favorite games of all time that'll be safe for episode two until the next time we uh talk to you my name is jason and i'm chris have a good one Hey guys, uh, I just realized we didn't give you the website in the episode. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I created a Facebook page for the Game Quad Podcast. And you just go on Facebook and you look up the Game Quad Podcast and it'll take you there. And that that site will have um, the website where you can find our episodes to download. Although, they should be up on iTunes by now. So, Yeah. Go uh, like us on Facebook and follow us, because we'll, me and Chris will be posting news and uh, different stories there, maybe some video game news, our next episode, or and whatnot. So thanks for listening. Bye.